Welcome to the Dr. Journal Club Podcast, the show that goes under the hood of evidence-based integrative medicine. We review recent research articles, interview evidence-based medicine thought leaders, and discuss the challenges and opportunities of integrating evidence-based and integrative medicine. Continue your learning after the show at www.drjournalclub.com. Please bear in mind that this is for educational and entertainment purposes only. Talk to your doctor before making any medical decisions, changes, etc. Everything we're talking about, that's to teach you guys stuff and have fun. We are not your doctors. Also, we would love to answer your specific questions. On drjournalclub.com, you can post questions and comments for specific videos. But go ahead and email us directly at josh at drjournalclub.com. That's josh at drjournalclub.com. Send us your listener questions and we will discuss it on our pod. Hello and welcome to another super speedy summary. This is your host, Dr. Joshua Goldenberg. And today we're going to talk about exercise for hypertension, exercise for blood pressure. I was uh, quite surprised by the results of the study. So I'm really excited that Dr. Adam Sadowski decided to do it for this month. So let's jump in. This is a um, major systematic review and network meta-analysis, massive actually, that came out in 2023 uh, in the British Journal of Sports Medicine. So, okay, duh, hypertension is a big problem. We all know that. Almost 50% of American adults have hypertension. That's kind of mind-blowing. But less than 25% have it adequately controlled. Also terrifying. So the question is, what is the efficacy of exercise on resting systolic and diastolic blood pressure levels? So basically, we've got just a zillion technical term studies of exercise for blood pressure. And the idea is when you have a situation like that, it's really useful if A, you can meta-analyze it to sort of see the forest from the trees, and B, do this fancy thing called a network meta-analysis. And if you want more information on that, check out the skills videos on this on the Dr. Journal Club website. The main advantage is you can compare interventions that haven't been compared formally. So if you have a whole bunch of studies that look at, you know, HIT exercise, high-intensity interval training compared to placebo, or a whole bunch of studies on cycling versus placebo, but you've never had, you know, HIT versus just straight-up normal cycling or something like that, um, you're still able to make that comparison using a network meta-analysis. So that's one of the advantages here. So again, like I said, systematic review and network meta-analysis, massive. So 270 randomized controlled trials have been conducted on this, which is just insane to me. Almost 16,000 individuals are involved in these studies. So just a huge data set looking at all different types of exercise versus any control and looking at the effect on blood pressure. When we look at the pairwise meta-analysis, that's sort of a standard meta-analysis of all of aerobic exercise versus control. You're dropping about four and a half millimeters of mercury systolic. Resistance training is about the same. You're dropping four and a half millimeters of mercury. Hit training, you're dropping 4.1 systolic. And then amazingly, isometric, (laughs) you're dropping 8.2. All these are statistically significant, by the way. And for the detailed breakout of individual types of exercise within these categories, again, watch the basic and in-depth level videos. But so you're basically seeing aerobic resistance and hit, you're having four, four and a half uh, point drop on systolic. You're basically doubling that 
with isometric. That just kind of freaking blew my mind. That's like old school exercise like wall sits. If you've ever done that and hated it in gym class, apparently they were right. (laughs) Um, Just kind of nuts to me. And then when they do this network meta-analysis where they're actually comparing them against each other, not against a control, uh, they're seeing that, yeah, it's pretty much uh, what it looks like on the pairwise, which is that isometric wins out over all the others. It's superior to aerobic resistance and hit by about four additional milligrams of mercury systolic. So very, very interesting uh, study, a huge amount of data, Um, gives you a good sense of how much you can expect uh, patients to drop on their systolic levels uh, based on these different exercise types. And at least in my read, paints a pretty clear picture on the winner. If you had to pick one type of exercise that a patient was willing to do, it might be the wall sits. Sorry about that. At least it's not burpees. All right. Talk to you later. Uh, For more detail, watch the uh, Dr. Journal Club basic and in-depth level video. Listen to us on the podcast as well. Uh, reach out to your institutions, ask them for access. We've got so much stuff going on at Dr. Journal Club. We'd love for you to be a member. Take care. If you enjoy this podcast, chances are that one of your colleagues and friends probably would as well. Please do us a favor and let them know about the podcast. And if you have a little bit of extra time, even just a few seconds, if you could rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts or any other distributor, it would be greatly appreciated. It would mean a lot to us and help get the word out to other people that would really enjoy our content. Thank you. Hey, y'all, this is Josh. You know, we talked about some really interesting stuff today. I think one of the things we're going to do that's relevant, there is a course we have on Dr. Journal Club called the EBM Boot Camp that's really meant for clinicians to sort of help them understand how to critically evaluate the literature Uh, et cetera, et cetera. Some of the things that we've been talking about today, go ahead and check out the show notes link. We're going to link to it directly. I think it might be of interest. Don't forget to follow us on social and interact with us on social media at Dr. Journal Club, DR Journal Club on Twitter. We're on Facebook, we're on LinkedIn, et cetera, et cetera. So please reach out to us. We always love to talk to our fans and our listeners. If you have any specific questions you'd like to ask us about research, evidence, being a clinician, et cetera, don't hesitate to ask. And then, of course, if you have any topics that you'd like us to cover on the pod, please let us know as well. Thank you for listening to the Dr. Journal Club podcast, the show that goes under the hood of evidence-based integrative medicine. We review recent research articles, interview evidence-based medicine thought leaders, and discuss the challenges and opportunities of integrating evidence-based and integrative medicine. Be sure to visit www.drjournalclub.com to learn more.